We are very pleased to inform you that your name has been added to the Dean's List for this term. You are among a very select group of students, and as a result, the Dean of Leadership Development has some very valuable information he would like to share with you. We applaud you and extend our congratulations to your family. Keep up the good work. This is the Dean's List. Well, welcome back to the Dean's List. We're really excited to have a special guest today with somebody who's been instrumental in uh, developing the Jesus Culture movement. Um, I have with me Brock Shinen. Welcome, Brock. Thanks, Dean. Thanks. Excited to be here. Hey, Brock, tell us uh, just a little bit about uh, who you are, how you connected with Banning and Jesus Culture. Yeah, sure. So Brock Shinen, I'm, uh, my, by profession, I'm a lawyer down here in Orange County, California. Um, Banning and I connected, I think around 2007, 2008, as uh, Jesus Culture was starting to get its music you know, out there and things were growing and they needed some help. Um, just banning, you know, just wanted to to find somebody that knew that environment, that had the ministry context and experience, but also the music side of things. So a mutual friend introduced us, and we got talking, and just things uh, kind of grew from there. Now, you were you involved in uh, in in the music uh, industry before uh, connecting with Jesus Culture? Yeah, yeah. I've actually had uh, a long history in, in different aspects of the music industry. I mean, even from childhood, my grandparents had a traveling quartet. Oh. Um, my mom was a worship leader, so I kind of grew up singing and sometimes being on the road with my grandparents and family, uh, you know, even singing as a kid and, and all that, um, you know, moving forward became a small group worship leader. And then I was actually the director of publishing at Vineyard Music Group uh, during oh, wow. the 90s. So came in with a lot of experience um, in, in the worship uh, music community. And you know, after becoming a lawyer, just really invested a lot of time in, in trying to help ministries and churches navigate that and worship leaders and songwriters, just because I had developed so much experience in that particular vein of music. So, Well, I know uh, Banning always speaks highly of you and is appreciative of uh, your continual contribution to our movement. So uh, on behalf of Banning, thanks for that. Hey, I wanted yeah. to talk to you a little bit about uh, your platform. Again, that's at uh, brockshinen.com. What was your passion in uh, building your platform? Yeah, I think um, before I have an answer for that, but before I answer that, there's just something that comes to mind with you know, a person in my position where I'm kind of, I'm navigating multiple worlds. And a lot mm -hmm. of times I become sort of a cultural translator between what's happening in the church and ministries and also what's happening out in the, the world, the marketplace. And I think sometimes when we, and I understand what you mean and don't get me wrong on this, but right, right. when we say platform, sometimes it, it feels exclusive in it. And I think it, it can give a connotation of like sort of a one to many That's and, it, and the focus becomes about numbers. And I think it's really important for, um, you know, people involved in leadership in any capacity to really understand that, that a platform is more than the amount or the number of people that we're reaching. Um, a lot of it has to do with the quality of, of our influence because a platform does not equal influence, right? I love that. And so, you know, having said that, you know, I think a lot of times the church, um, and <laughs> obviously, you know, my relationship with Jesus culture, where 
I, I believe in what we do as a movement very strongly, but I think in, in broad strokes, the church a lot of times just struggles to, to teach how to influence in the marketplace. And sometimes it's as simple as language, you know, because um, we're looking at influence. We're looking at training leaders how to influence society. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of what I hear out in, uh, out in the marketplace of people looking to the church of saying, how do I do that? The, the, just a lot of times there's a disillusionment with this idea of, well, I don't have, you know, a, a million Facebook followers or I don't speak from a stage to 10,000 people. So I want to preface my answer with, I think it's important that we realize that platform does not equal influence, but your, your platform is a way of sort of defining or just, just maybe a context for how we talk about how you influence, uh, you know, society and culture. So, um, Going from that, when I look at what I do and my passion behind it, I really have, uh, I, I could identify two very clear passions for me. On one yeah. side, it's to be able to demonstrate God in a context where he's not often invited, he's not often expected. Yeah. Um, it would be sort of shocking for people to expect God to show up. And that's the, the business marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that passion for me is really about uh, doing things with excellence, with integrity, um, coming into the business and the marketplace uh, context with a supernatural authority and and thinking not just through the lens of professionalism, but also through the lens of what, what God is uh, accomplishing. Yeah. But there's actually a, a second passion for me uh, with what I do, and that's to demonstrate God to the other Christians that are in the marketplace. Because I think a lot of us that are doing what I do, and and I'm not talking about being a lawyer, but just outside of the church, sort of ministry people uh, that are outside of the church in the marketplace, we don't always have the best examples. Um, We see a lot of Christians that are taking advantage of other people. They don't have integrity. Mm. They're not helping each other out. They're competing with each other. So one of my passions is is mentoring, um, mentoring and demonstrating living a different walk in uh, for for Christians so yeah. you know example you know you don't think that you would help a competitor and Christians of course well hey you know we're brothers and sisters in Christ of course we should for me it's like I, if if I see an, a younger attorney that wants to do what I do or wants to know how to to make an impact and influence society I want to sow into that person even if it costs me money even if it costs me time even if I walk away and actually lose clients or business or, or funding or whatever to that person, because I want to operate in a different economy and I want to, I want to demonstrate a model that's based on the kingdom economy. So that's a, that's a second sort of simultaneous passion for me and what I do. I love that, man. I love your heartbeat behind that. You mentioned influence. Can you just kind of define, I, I, I know we kind of, we kind of say the quote, you know, leadership is influence and influence your realm and influence your sphere. But from your perspective, could you just define influence the way you're really living it out? I know you've, you've mentioned some examples and some things that you're doing, but how would you define influence? I think if I had to come up with a definition, it would be when you speak or act or behave, someone listens or responds. And you know, when we get caught up in the, the like, kind of like I said earlier, when we get caught up in the number of people, we start to equate 
influence with, uh, for example, you don't influence if you don't have a certain number of people that are behind you. When in reality, each of us is called to be a leader and called to influence wherever we sit. And if we sit in a cubicle surrounded by 10 people, we influence those 10 people. We're advancing the kingdom. And there are some people that are meant and they're called to influence 10 people. And those 10 may turn around and influence another 10 or 100 or 1,000 or million. We don't know. Right. Because I, I, I don't think it's our job to figure out the numbers. I, I don't think it's our job to figure out the math on influence. I think it's our job and, and the way that I define influence is that when, when I speak or act, I'm causing somebody to look at what I'm doing and say, man, I want to behave that way or I want to kind of uh, – um, you know, walk, you're, you're enabling that other person or you're, you're influencing, I guess that's kind of a circular definition, but you speak, somebody listens, you speak, you, you act and somebody responds. I think that's really how I define influence. I love that, man. And I was just thinking too, I mean, uh, and this is an obvious uh, observation, but you know, Jesus focused on 12, he influenced 12. And uh, I think, uh, I think you're, you're right in what you're saying. You know, we can get caught up uh, in building the platform or how many followers this person is in that, and that does not equal influence. Um, right. it's, it's who God has called you to. You have a podcast. Um, what, what made you decide to, to create a podcast, uh, around, uh, your target audience? Yeah. So part of my, just my daily life is I, I feel like if I'm not helping somebody, I want to be spending my time learning how to help them. <laughs> so it's either helping actively or learning how to help one or the you know one or both and the podcast for me was accomplishing two things it was enabling me to reach a broader audience of just practical um, and I you know I could kind of get into detail about you know the topic of the podcast but really it was about helping people but I also realized like there, there are so many people, you know, podcasting has sort of uh, re-exploded. I mean, I think podcasting came on the scene, I don't know, a decade or more mm -hmm. ago, kind of hit, but then it kind of fizzled out, but it's kind of back on the scene and, and everybody's wanting to do a podcast. So I help a lot of people that are doing them, but I felt like I want to, I want to go a step further. I want to actually learn how to do a podcast. I want to learn, you know, the technical yeah. side of it. And, and I'm a learner. I'm a sponge. Um, so that was really, it was sort of a twofold. That's why I created it. I wanted to help and I wanted to learn the process so that I could help even more. Hey, we, we always uh, like to come alongside leaders, encourage them with what's encouraging us. What are some of the podcasts that, that you're listening to now? Obviously, the Jesus Culture Leadership Podcast. Oh, you're one of the 52. <laughs> you're one of the 52. All right. I am for sure. Yes. Awesome. Um, I, you know, on Uncommon Legacy uh, has been a source for me to sort of feed my soul with some really great content. Um, they've, uh, they're great guys. They had me on one episode, but uh, just the, the level of, uh, you know, just genuine like examples of living and stuff. They're just great. So Uncommon Legacy is one. But also, uh, I use podcasts as a tool to learn. So the ones that I might pick out, um, uh, you know, when I'm trying to explore a certain area of business or things like that to sort of educate myself on, on certain trends in business, 
the School of Greatness, which is oh, yeah? uh, Lewis Howe's podcast. I just one. started subscribing to that one. Yeah, I mean, it's a great one. The interviews on there are great. Um, the Ask Gary V Show, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, podcast has, has been a consistent one that I'll tap into. Um, just real, you know, just solid business advice and, and business context. So I would say, you know, if I had to pick three that I would, you know, reach out to outside of the, the Jesus Culture Leadership Podcast— It'd be um, those three. That's good. Well, we're going to put all those uh, links in the show notes. Your podcast is called Cognipop. Um, number one, tell us a little bit of the meaning behind that, and then also who would benefit uh, from listening to your podcast? Yeah, so uh, part of my role uh, professionally is as a trademark lawyer, and so I'm constantly you know, helping businesses and people navigate this I, this this brave new world of finding a brand name that isn't taken or that, you know, they're searching for a domain name that isn't taken or trademark that's not taken. So because I work so deeply in that field, you know, it's just instinct for me to start thinking outside of the normal bounds of words that we use in everyday language. Um, so I kind of just started uh, for my podcast, I started trying to come up with different ideas, different plays on words that I know were not likely to be taken, but at the same time had meaning. So in my process, I started looking at, at uh, the Latin language and thinking about, you know, what's the real purpose behind the motivation behind my podcast? And, and it's to bring knowledge to the masses. So I started playing with words along those lines. And cogni um, tends to mean or be associated with knowledge or wisdom and pop associated with the masses. So, you know, knowledge or wisdom for the masses is kind of where the name or the branding that. came from. You know, if I look at what I'm topically trying to to accomplish, as a lawyer, one of the things I run into all the time and with with people, with organizations, businesses, at every level, is that by and large, no one's being taught how to think through uncertainty to problem solve when you don't even know how to define the problem. You know, we're kind of like we're kind of taught as a society. If A happens, you do B, and the outcome will be C. And I wanted to create the Cognipop podcast to show people how to think differently, show them how to think creatively and out of the box to solve problems. So if it's a topic like you know dealing with a person that's a monster, you know yeah. uh, whether it's a boss, a partner, whatever, you know just how do you think through a problem like that? You know, and, and I'm not talking about it from the perspective of hey, let's set boundaries. Or, hey, let's call the police, you know, depending <laughs> on what kind of monster they are. But more about how you control yourself, how you navigate that personally and internally. So I kind of look at the spectrum of all these different problems that are happening in society, these different, you know, if it's a, a, an advancement in technology, you know, we went on the iPhone from one type of uh, connector to a different type of connector and all of the ancillary products built around the first generation of connector, you know, you yeah. remember that oh, yeah. USB thing, you know, that affected an entire industry that, that built like, for instance, iPhone cases around that fit that now they didn't know how to deal with <laughs> a, a new future where they couldn't re, you know, automatically restructure. So what I try to accomplish in the Cognipop podcast is to to enable people to think differently, to anticipate problems without having a definition of what the problem even is. Man, well, I I love how you think and and uh, challenging the way I think. And um, hey, where can uh, people find you? How can people connect with you? 
Uh, probably a couple different ways. If if they wanted to, uh, you know, the Cognipop podcast is a great uh, way to just get into my head, <laughs> my way of thinking. So that's one. You can find that on iTunes or if you're, uh, depending on what device or how you're listening, um, brockshinen.com has the, the episodes on there, but iTunes or Stitcher, TuneIn, um, those are different sources. Um, my, my site, of course, brockshinen.com or my law office site, which is shinenlaw.com. But I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um, you know, I love to cook, so a lot of people, you know, laugh about, my Instagram feed is just pretty much food, uh, I, anyone that, yeah. I'm going to have to get on that one, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my jam on Instagram, so. Hey, well, Brock, again, man, thanks for all that you do for the Jesus Culture Movement, and thanks for taking some time to uh, encourage our leaders out there. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. For more on life and leadership, go to deandeguara.com.